Testing one, two. Recording things now. Test. Test one, two. Test testing. Leland, you sound so pretty. Oh, thanks. Okay. You sound so masculine. Yeah. Mm. Okay, anyway. Uh, space team. Finally, I'm excited. Let's let's try, let's let's be a space team. Wait, wait, let me crank up the sound on mine. Be sure that you do. Oh, he's making noise. Yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Finally. Oh, I'm a, like I'm a, like a little elephant. I saw you got a little elephant trunk punk thing. So Waiting room. Yeah, that's me. I'm hitting the green button. <laughs> nice. We beam away. Beam them up. Don't worry. The ship flies itself. Just follow the instructions. Oh, this is gonna be terrible. Remember the clue. <laughs> Remember. As a space team. Remember to work together. It's still my pet name for Star Trek. Prepare to receive instructions. Oh shit! Engage holoram. In, in, <laughs> arrow latch to one. Activate toe socket. Arrow latch to one. Activate toe, toe socket. socket. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Enable nano case. Oh no! <laughs> Turn on octo punch. <laughs> Enable J ram. Oh god! Uh, turn off nano case. <laughs> Where's the nano? Oh wait, that's me. <laughs> oh, uh, set aerial latch to three. That's me. Eject the televortex. <laughs> Enable ion uh, ion lens. Oh, um, you need to do that. Where's my own ion lens? Oh no! Oh, eject televortex. <laughs> 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 Sweet. No anomalies detected. I a piece of my instrumentation fell off. It was very uh, mine alarming. Was getting in, oh jeez. Totally different controls. Activate uh toe rim. Toe rim? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Set bulb gaffer to three. Uh set prime 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 pedal to one. Set shift blade to two. And, oh uh, set a uh, moon trunk to one. Oh god, asteroid! <laughs> Oh, half bolt. A half bolt. Oh crap! <laughs> uh, deactivate Torwin. Oh shit! Oh no! What am I? What the set Torwin. shift blade to one. Uh, uh, turn on ambi alarm. Ambi alarm. Oh, that's me. Set shift blade to zero. Shift blade to zero. <laughs> set ether vacuum to three. Uh, okay. Increase the discrete spout to one. <laughs> activate to uh, t- Torim. Tell Rim! This is. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh Hyper my god. Space. This is great. Can you imagine this with like three or four people? Oh, it, Chaos. I, I like how. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have a space horn. I'm so excited. Asteroid, everybody shake. Ooh. Safe. Activate Moo Dome. Uh, oh shoot, where's the Moo Dome? Oh wait, I've got that. Uh, uh, Hawk Space Horn. Uh. <laughs> Engage uh, Grid Vector. Grid Vector. Oh god, here we go. Set That's, spin dome to one. Spin dome to one. Uh, helio tube to one. Set it. Okay, helio tube to one. Uh, uh, turn, on, turn, turn on capa re- resin. I don't know what that is. Oh, to one. Set retro joint to two. Re- uh, what's, what am I doing? Oh. oh, that's me! Oh god! Oh, no. oh part of my... Thing. Release the hounds! Released. <laughs> Set spin dome to two. That's me. <laughs> turn on flip baffle. Enable shift hopper. Shift hopper. Oh crap, I got one of those. Turn <laughs> on X-Droid. Uh, X-Droid turned on. Oh, I was about to say engage Giga Switch, but <laughs> get around to that. Alright, one more. Space Team. 
Yeah, this game is great. This... <laughs> Volt hoop. I'm gonna Volt hoop. Expel, uh, air, uh, mister. Uh, oh, that's me. Asteroid, shake your thing. Oh. Thank you. Uh, set H-clamp to five. Oh, God. Uh, set Volt hoop to two. Volt hoop to two. Engage star pad. Uh, okay, there we go. Uh, Stable star pad. We didn't need that. Expel apparently. air mister. Uh, air mister. Expel. Enable pi- uh, po- polio servo. Okay. Poly uh, servo. Trigger uh, hyper array. Uh, hyper array. Uh, engage star pad. Uh, okay. Sit volt hoop to five. Volt hoop to five. Disable star pad. Oh, god damn it. Engage, engage time filter. Time filter engaged. Oh, I Turn feel off so poly filtered. Ser- ser- poly server. Okay, it's, it's done. Uh, tri- Deactivate science field. Oh, that's me. Uh, trigger. Oh, oh, oh space! <laughs> hyper it's hyper! Okay, wait, one more. Just one more. Alright, one more. That, that'll be it. Criminy. Oh, god. Every time I see new sets of controls, I just <laughs> die inside. Set synth braid to maximum. Uh, I don't have that. Oh, that's me! Omega, enable omega pickup. Omega pickup. Uh, uh, enabled uh, toe zone. Alright, uh, activate F-collar. Turn off toe zone. Uh, F-collar? F-collar. Oh, shoot, where's my F-collar? Oh, I got that. Synth, uh, synth braid to, uh, two. Uh, turn off Omega pickup. Uh, oh, that's me. Twist L- arc radio. vessel. Twisting. <laughs> Engage L radio. Oh, that's me. Enable Omega pickup. Uh, Omega pickup. Uh, enable su- subduster. Subduster, alright, enable. Turn off Omega pickup. <laughs> <laughs> Area web to one. Okay, yes. Uh, synth braid to zero. Shake. Synth braid zero. Oh, where's my synth braid? Oh no! Uh, disable oh, L radio. Oh, oh the bell radio. <laughs> Wormhole. Wormhole. <laughs> Deactivate F color. Oh no! Enable toe zone. Where's my toe zone? You have oh, I've got zone. that. Yes, I, I did it. Uh, turn off oh, subduster. No. Wormhole. Everybody flip. Flip. Oh no! I can't, can't flip. It's a wor- oh. Oh shoot! Oh, enable uh, subduster. Oh, I can't. I'm trying, God, uh, in, engage mono unit. <laughs> mono unit engage. Deactivate F collar. Uh. Okay, set arrow web to two. Oh, oh no, that's me. Mono unit. Uh, activate F collar. Uh, Act- uh, okay, oh, wow. Man, that was disturbing. Man, that was the screen brutal. was just okay. warping and twisting. Thermal storm ahead? Christ. Alright. Okay, we got it. Uh, okay, thermal storm. Everything's burning. Uh, wormhole, everybody flip. So we just flip it around? I, I don't know. Uh, set shift P orb to two. Oh man. Uh, set game ejector to two. Uh, oh, God. F, 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 P, uh, Turn on orb guard. Orb guard, uh, on. Shake. I planner shape. Up, up, up. A planner shoe. Oh, shoot. Proton grid, uh, grill to two. I don't have that. Yeah, you do. I do Proton not. grill? Activate planner shoe. Oh, there it is. Set uh, Giga Sleep to one. That's me. Uh, set Shift P Orb to three. Set Gamma Jack to uh, one, uh, Pure three. Uh, shoot, sorry. Set ga- oh man, these names. Oh, P Orb to one. Oh, there's P- goo coming out of my controller. No, I don't have a P. Oh, there's my P Orb. Uh, Turn on P- D brakes. Oh, D brakes. Oh my gosh, my oh disengage no. D brakes. Oh my D brakes. Set Gamma Jack to two. That's me again. Oh. No. After everybody shake. I think we're screwed. Turn on orb guard. Oh, oh we got annihilated. Dead. Yeah, my controls, I, like, one of the panels was just swinging, so I had to wait for it to swing out of the way to get to it. <laughs> so that's Space Team. You've been posthumously awarded a medal for your enthusiasm. For your audacity. Wow. 
Oh. That's pretty great. Unnecessary changes are one of the things counted. That's cute. Wow. Cool. Oh my gosh. That was Space Team. So, hi. Um, wow. Welcome to These One Guys. My name is Vincent. I'm Leland. We're These One Guys. And we like lots of nerdy things. Uh, big surprise. <sighs> yep. We're, uh, yeah, we were just playing Space Team, which is a game on iOS. Uh, we were playing it on a couple of iPads, because um, that's fun. Uh, and instead of just kind of screaming about it, because that's a little, it was just nonsense we were telling each other. Every person has a different layout of controls, and then you get commands. So you have to turn off this and turn off this, and you get this little tiny spaceship up above. And every time you get something right, you boost ahead, and every time you do something wrong... Part of, part of your console just shattered. Yeah, there's so, panels swinging around and sparks and goo. Did you have goo? goo yeah, I had out? goo. I had a goo. Goo was the first thing that I had on, and I was just like, "Is there something wrong with that panel?" It's and the bolts come out and it'll, they'll swing. Just ectoplasmic residue. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. Gah. <laughs> ah. Here's your mucus. Has this ever happened to you before? <laughs> first time. You can't see, but I just shook my head and then I nodded. Um. So. This is our first podcast, uh, uh, and our first podcast. <laughs> Figure that one out, America <laughs> and environs. I don't know. Uh, we're based out of Portland, Oregon. I don't know if that's relevant or if you care. Probably not. I sure don't. Do you? No. Cool. Um, we're going to talk about things that we like, and probably lots of things that we don't like. You'll probably hear me complain about movies like Prometheus at some point. <laughs> maybe not tonight. I might save that uh, for a special occasion. You know, I was. <sighs> oh, maybe not. <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking about uh, Prometheus the other day, and I was and I was trying to I was trying to really really give it. I was really trying to give it you know benefit of the doubt because there's just a lot of oh, man, there's so many like great little things going on in that movie. It's pretty. It's very pretty. Um, and for a while you're liking it, but. Tell me other great things about that movie. I tell me other. Tell me. Tell me one other great thing about that movie, apart from that it's pretty. Um, I'm I'm curious. Hold, hold no, no, I got something. I got something. I just, I'm just, I'm just bummed out on, on how it just didn't really, it it didn't make any sense to me. It didn't. It didn't that's that's not a great thing. Give, give me one more good thing. I, about I, that I movie. know that's not a good thing. I'm, I'm trying good. to I'm trying to no, think I'm positive trying. here. Um. <laughs> Uh, I liked the, uh, hold on, no, no, I've got, uh, no, I, I have something, no, no, okay, well, well, how about you, you pick out one, one besides it looks pretty. No, I got nothing else. You got, no, you got, I got nothing, nothing else? else. But you got I, nothing else? I, I was, I, I wanted you to sell me. I, I'm, it. I'm trying to sell, uh, that dream helmet, that's, I love that, why the dream helmet, why does he look, he's just dressing up like. Yeah, Proto Man, and just I'm sorry, I shouldn't have brought it up. Dream. I shouldn't no, have brought no, it up. It's every, a sore no, point for me I too. Think about, every time I think about Prometheus, I get bummed because I think about how stupid it is. Oh, we can breathe, breathe on this planet. It's like, well, you know, this could, you know, use further analysis and everything like that. No, no, the air is breathable. We can totally. Don't you take off your? I'm gonna do it. Don't you take off your helmet? I'm totally gonna do it. My complaint remains that the the characters, <sighs> what little of the characters existed uh, within an hour of the film, stopped 
stop adhering sense. in any yeah. way to their histories um, or backgrounds uh, guys or Guys with GPS locator, doohickey ball, swirly thingies, yeah. and super scientists uh, get lost. A guy that's afraid of a 2,000-year-old corpse gets totally freaked out by an yeah. evil snake thing that totally looks like an evil snake thing. Hey! Hey, hey. Ha- have like 90% of you stopped listening now? Okay, cool. Everyone who's left, welcome to the actual cool part of the show. <laughs> so, uh, Leland... Yes. <clears throat> Leland's been doing this thing for ages. Well, he's been talking for ages with me about uh, doing a series of top ten lists, because we talk about things like this all the time. Uh, like Prometheus and other things that we love and hate, and why, and how, and where, and when. And so, why? we... Um, decided that uh, we would we would start covering those here and just sort of see what happens. Our top ten today is a good one. We've had this one in the works for a this little is, while. This has been like number one. It's it's And it gets shifted around a lot. You've never seen two people agonize over something. I, you know, people, like, make decisions to have children like that and to, you know, like... This was, uh... The people are, are murdered this was every like day. This, this was, was like chopping off a limb here. Yeah, this on, was on some of them, not all of them. This was over, and I thought we were going to take maybe an hour with this. This was easily like a couple hours. I, yeah, we were I, you know, in my I, room I, I, trying I kinda, to figure kinda, this out. I kind of lost track of time because it didn't. It didn't seem that long, and then I realized on the massive amount of villains that we. Oh, I guess I kind of just did. We already say top ten. Bit. This is what I think about this. Uh, there you go. <laughs> all right, so I'm just going to get to it. Um, number ten. This was uh, we 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 got a little rough near the end here, but number ten, uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, uh, uh, Be- uh, orange right, drink, <laughs> Beetle breakfast, Beetle breakfast, Beetle, Beetle breakfast. Be- we chose Beetle, Beetle breakfast. Uh, first of all, <laughs> I mean he's he's fun. Beetlejuice is fun. He's the uh, you. He's such a he's such an absolute jerk, but you just love him for being a t- complete yeah. jerk. You wait for him. You can't wait till he shows up again. He's moment, not just a bastard. He's ostensibly the ghost of a bastard. Yeah, which is even better. A, yeah, he's a super bastard. <laughs> because like, who was Beetle? We never really know who Beetlejuice is before he. Died. I, I, like, I always yeah. thought I always thought Beetlejuice was always Beetlejuice. Like he was always dead. You know, yeah. no, it was I, Michael Keaton. And it was he Michael died, Keaton, and, and then he died, and then, and then he became okay. Man, that Michael Keaton's a really good he. Actually, <laughs> and then something with you know the cartoon. I I got nothing. The cartoon with the cartoon. No, yeah. well the cartoon. The cartoon weirds me out because I'm in the cartoon. Like Lydia and Beetlejuice are friends, and it's like, um, didn't you like try and like marry me and you know essentially like you know come back to life? Or in the original be... screenplay, he tries to like rape her and kill her family or something. <laughs> what? It's very, the, the original screenplay is dark. Wow. Yeah, it's dark, super dark. Yeah. Oh man, is is it as dark as the sequel where the Deetses go to Hawaii and they? <laughs> <laughs> you know about that, right? Yeah. Where it's, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah uh, it's even darker than that. Well, the other thing about Beetlejuice too is that he's 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 kind of his powers are. If you think of his abilities, he has the powers of like what the underworld or or the great beyond. We don't know what they are. The other. Yeah. Well, he studied under Ju- he was Juno's apprentice, you know, and she's. Yeah. Badass, I guess. I yeah. we never really oh, yeah. see her we do never, anything except except breathe disappear. out her neck yeah, and disappear. In, yeah, in a, in a we know that she's neck smoke. Yeah, we know that she's number one. Your caseworker. Um, yeah, but I mean, all the awesome transformations that Beetlejuice does too. I mean, making things come to life, uh, teleporting people to other worlds. He created that dude out of nowhere. Who was that dude who was officiating at their wedding? I thought that that he opened up the 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 like 
you know, the whole yeah, TV sure. logo thing. And then the guy came out <laughs> from the underworld. Like he opened a portal. Or yeah. he could have just created him because the guy just went... He did, he did, like, burn away at the end. Yeah, although, Do you? Yeah, well, Juno kind of just faded away, too. I don't know. Yeah. We should really... Explore. We the, should really yeah, the rules yeah, of that a yeah, analyze no, the. That's okay. We don't have to do that. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fun. Yeah. Number ten. Beetle breakfast. I mean, he's barely even in the movie, and and they named the whole damn thing after him. He's on the poster too, stealing the. Sh- he steals the show. Yeah. That's the thing. The thing is that. Much as I love the Dietzes, and I do. Oh yeah. You've come for your daughter, Chuck. <laughs> um. All right. So. Or not the Dietzes, the Maitlands. That's what I meant to say. Oh, that's right, yeah. Maitland! Um, although, yeah, I guess the Maitlands are a little bland. Well, they, I think that they're just, they're just supposed... A they're just supposed... They're just there. I mean, I mean, if they... If, I don't know. They've got their moments. Yeah, no, I, mean, I like... Uh, they, had, they had some good quirky things. And, and I love I love how they, you know, they constantly... Gina Davis at her charming apex. Oh, yeah. I love how they are... Uh, they're constantly... Uh, <laughs> just the, the constant a- antics of... You know, they can't be seen, but the whole, like, holding the head. <laughs> that, you know, I was just recently watching this, because they, they had it at the local theater, and, and I also watch it a lot. Shut up. Oh, you got to see it at the um, local theater, didn't you? I did, oh. indeed. I Where got to see it at Laurel? local theater. Yeah, yeah, local, was, <laughs> local theater. The Laurelhurst in lovely Portland, Oregon. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I looked at the marquee, actually, when I drove by, because I knew that you said that, something, and, I, and it wasn't on there anymore. It broke my heart. Something that bothers me is when, when Juno lays it down on the line, and she's like, oh, no, that's it. Now go freaking scare the asses off of them, or whatever. Just go. I, no, wait. Oh, I want to see what like you're going to do. Yeah. They fuck up yeah. their faces, but we already covered that they can't... F- I guess they could see them then. That's that what point. I was thinking. I was like, well, maybe they, they believe... <laughs> but yeah, they always... They kind of... She the living won't the- see the dead. Yeah, unless they won't. As it say, can't or won't. I don't know. This thing reads like stereo instructions. <laughs> um, Alright, coming in at number nine. Probably, well, it was probably in stereo at the time. Uh, Salieri from uh, Amadeus. Salieri is a tough one because we, we find him to be lovel- wonderfully uh, villainous and lovely. F. Marie Abraham is just so pretty. Yeah. He's really not. Well, he's all right. <laughs> no, he, is, he is in his own way. He's... <laughs> <laughs> and that's totally... Like we're defending sad. it because, you know, F. Marie Abraham's going to hear this and be very hurt. <laughs> he's going to be... F. Marie Abraham sounds like Frankenstein. I can't believe that they made fun of my looks. In that one podcast I've ever listened to. I am going to befriend them and force them to make their magnum opus and then kill them and take the credit for it. (laughs) That's what he does. But the wives will screw it up and I, that's the whole plot of the movie. No, it's just how like, it's just how like kind of, it it really just comes to a perfect end when he like, he's, he's solidified as the villain. When you see him as an old man and he's confessing to the, to the preacher or father or whatever. And, uh, you just, the father preacher, father preacher, man. And he's just like, yep, I did it. And I'm totally cool with it. Yeah. And blessing everyone with mediocrity as he, uh, the patron the, saint of mediocrity. Yeah. He's just, yeah. Oh, he does get a, He does get a fabulous comeuppance, uh, while still getting to be, Quite enjoyably villainous. Plus, you know the whole like you know, jealousy thing. It's it's oh, great. Oh, it's the jealousy. That just, that just. Oh. We like good bad guys, and then we also like Beetlejuice. <laughs> because yeah, Beetlejuice I think's on there for the fact. Going back to Beetlejuice for the fact that he's just 
He's one of he's probably the most fun. <laughs> like we're back on Beetlejuice. He's he's the most. Fun That's how villain. funny he is. He's only in there's one like, tenth of this a, top ten like, list, and like, he's already taking up other slots in the same yeah. top ten list. <laughs> yeah, this respect. this in fact this top ten list is called Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. All the Beetlejuice. Every every everything's Beetlejuice on the list. Beetlejuice. All right. So moving on to number eight. <laughs> number eight. That would, would be our friend Gaston from oh. that movie. Uh, Beauty and the, the Beast. Thing, the thing about Gaston is that uh, the thing I, I love so much about, about about him is that he's like, you know, like you think you're like, oh, this guy's not gonna be a threat. This guy's just a doof, you know. He's he's nothing. And he's like, I will make Belle my wife. And you're just like, oh, all right, this guy's getting a little bit more serious. And then he's getting all bummed out in the in you know in the tavern. And then they sing this amazing song about how awesome Gaston is. And it's such it's. There's great songs in Beauty and the Beast. Best song in the movie, But though. it is the best song in the movie. It steals the show, and you almost love Gaston at the end, because he's just so... Uh, I use antlers in all of my decorating. Just, I, I, yeah. I love that. And he's so... Also, he eats 12 dozen eggs every <laughs> single day, and he's roughly the size <laughs> of a barge. How is he also not, not dead d- from, I, like... I always, I always think that when I think of that song, I'm like, gosh, Gaston, you just power through that my crazy. veins are basically four-lane highways <laughs> how to hell how to the hell apparently is what and, I'm uh, saying. I, I like his uh you know lefou if i'm pronouncing that correct his 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 wormy good toady he's good toady Great yeah toady. yeah you're not even a worm a toady yeah uh, i mean he looks like a toad he's 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 i think he's like an eighth of the size of gaston yeah <laughs> roughly the intellect of bebop and rocksteady combined <laughs> yeah pretty much Bosses, we have to do this. No, pretty much. Shredder <laughs> did not make the list, by the way. Just you know, spoiler alert. Poor Shredder. Yeah. Um. And I think the greatest thing about Gaston that makes him such an awesome villain is that okay, he's doing some villain things. Oh, um. Yeah, I put your dad in jail. Oh, there's only one way to get him out. Say you'll fucking marry me, Belle. Yeah. I'm such a dick. And then when he finds out, like when when you know, it's she's like, you're a monster, and like he is. He's like. You know what? Yeah, I totally am, and I'm totally blind to it. Oh, by the way, Magic Mirror, there's a beast, I'm gonna incite a revolt, and, uh, yeah, I know that you love him, Belle, uh, fuck you, and then, and then just, uh, did you ever think that she could fall in love with a beast? Belle is mine! Just, and, and, uh... That's what's fabulous about him, though. I mean, of course, anyone who's seen the movie has probably, hopefully, figured out at this point that Gaston is... The beastly character, whereas the beast is actually quite a lovely character. And, oh god, I ruined the whole movie. The whole movie. The whole movie in one imploded fell swoop. Imploded in one fell swoop. Jeez, I'm crow. I'm so sorry. Um, I don't. Know, I feel pretty good about Gaston. Should we move on? Yeah, let's. We're good. On. Okay, so seven. We had to split seven because. We love these worms so much. The, this is the worm category. This is the wormy category. Wormy one and wormy two. Uh, wormy one would have been, uh, w- or would be, is, because it's on this list. It's on this piece of paper that I have right here. You that, plated it in gold. Yeah. It's um, gold paper. It'd be Rourke from Aliens. Um, and it's a, uh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tie. Yeah, uh, it's, he's tied with Walter Peck. From Ghostbusters, and we'll we'll go into a little detail with each one in case you can't remember them by name. Although in that case, what the fuck are you listening to this podcast for? No, I'm gonna stop saying stuff like that. That's not nice. What is Rourke's first name? Who cares? Who cares? He's I don't know. Rourke. Here, let's consult the Intermetron. They're they're you know they're they work for the government. 
they um or I guess in Peck's uh, instance he works for New York City. Um, you know they're they're total like pencil pushers. You you feel like both of them want to get ahead. Uh, you know and yeah, actually Peck kind of just you feel like he wants to demand a lot more respect in all this shit. Yeah, well, talk about bad research. Sorry, let me just uh, interject for a moment right. here to make bad a correction. Research. Not Rourke, Burke. Oh, God, how terrible are we? Why'd we say Rourke? We're, I think that we just had what to revoke our geek license. Where, where That's we terrible. Rourke from? I don't know. Carter Burke is his name. Oh, God. You know what? And, yeah, I'm going to kill myself Captain, right now. Captain Dickwad of Dickland. I, I don't know. Do you want to start over or do you want to keep going? You want to press on? We, we don't have to start the whole podcast over. We could start over at at Rourke, or we could just keep going. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to, will the will the? I mean, you could probably cut it to make it. Ow! Sense. Edit it all in oh, post. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, yeah, do it. Burke, Carter Burke, whose name we knew the whole time, tied with Walter <laughs> Peck from Ghostbusters. Um, oh wait a minute, hold on. Before you know something that would help you out here, take a pen so you know where that spot is instead of. Oh to search no! For don't it. worry about it. I lied to you. I'm not really going to cut it. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so uh, do we want? We'll just keep on going with with Burke now that we've got that established. <laughs> Why was it? Well, it's the c- at the end of it. You know, I've seen the movie so many times too. Maybe well, this name doesn't matter. It's Paul Reiser. It's Paul, Paul Reiser. Reiser being yeah, okay. A dick. Paul Reiser being, be, you know, uh, which was ruinous for Paul Reiser as a person, apparently. Uh, which, which sucks. But he plays him so yeah. well. Well, you were telling me earlier, like the people were like booing. Oh uh, yeah, uh, that's what I've heard. I don't, I don't entirely I, know how true that is. I, but actually, I think I've, I've, I think I've heard, I think I've heard his account. Well, of that, Al- Aliens um, was such a big deal, and yeah. he played. I mean, for starters, he. He does a few more... I mean, he obviously does more evil things. Okay, this is up for debate because they're tied. Uh, Burke, <laughs> right. he he puts a face hugger in a room with uh, Ripley and Newt to impregnate, and then he's going to jettison, you know, the, you know, nobody would know that they were impregnated, and he's going to jettison all the other uh, pause backs so that they would have living samples for the fucking company. And, uh, you know, later, I mean, he's lying the entire time. It's like, oh, yeah. we're just going there to eliminate them. Don't worry. Me, Plus me, he, me. He did that show Mad About You. And then he did Mad About You. And then after he did Mad About You, when they were trying to get out of that room, and, uh, you know, he, he you know, they're like, and they're, and they're shutting the door in the way. And then, <laughs> and then he's running down the hallway, and then there's that one shot where they're all running after him, and he's just like, looks at them for that one last, the last time. He's just, the ultimate wormy move. And they're like, ah, fuck you, damn you. And he's like, Oh, I'm totally fine. And you know the way where he's, you know, anytime in a horror movie or an action movie when the camera is following somebody and they're backing into somebody, he's like, you're going to trip, you're going to drop your flashlight and it's going to break, you're going to fall down something, or you're going to go against the door and there's going to be an alien poking its head out in there and then you're dead. Also, it was a fairly young precedent, but at, at this point, as I'm sure we're all clear, nobody survives in an alien movie except for Ellen Ripley. Yeah. And even then, sometimes even Ellen Ripley doesn't survive. Yeah. If we're gonna go off of the later movies, and, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, nobody, yeah, nobody, nobody. Yeah, God, that's uh, oh God, nobody lives. Everyone, everyone dies. Yeah, everyone, everyone, everyone dies. dies. In that's, movies. That's what's great. That's you know, and it's funny because like I, you know, we and we've got our relentless villains on 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 this too. As because the as alien we go on. queen is a great villain too, but yeah. that's more well, just the aliens monster. in general yeah. are fairly relentless. Oh, God. But what it, what it comes down to, really, the one who really horrifies you to some extent is Burke, not Rourke. Although he's pretty horrifying too. Um, but uh, 
but but Burke is horrifying because he's 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 one of us. He's 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 and he's a fairly benign, if wormy, character before then. Because he doesn't. At first, you, you have your just, suspicions about him. Yeah. At first, you're like, ah, oh, you're a company man. Ah, oh, it's a company run mission. Ah, oh, it's all the company. And Damn like, it, company, yeah. company, and, company, and company. Because because the you know we don't really know about the evil of the company in the first movie. I mean, we just know the company owns the mining ship. That's just it. The uncaring. Yeah, Whalen Yutani just the uncaring you know, dildos in the background. Yeah, and then you find out more about them and aliens, and you're like, oh, so oh, never trust the company. Ever, never ever trust the company. Never nerdin. Now Nierden. on the. Peck spectrum. The Peck the, the, the pex, the, the the spectrum. Yeah. You have a guy who goes above and beyond to be a total dick. Even though he is dickless. Uh, he goes <laughs> he goes so above and beyond to be just this oh what is Magic Word. Oh yeah, from the start you don't like him. From the start you're just like, oh, oh this guy, and, and, this and, man really has and, no dick. And, Venk, and Venkman like sizes him up the sees moment right he's through him. He, the moment he sees him, he shakes his hand with the with we the, all do. The, yeah. the ecto, the, you know, this this, this stuffed shirt where it's, it's like called ectoplasm. Ectoplasm. Oh, ectoplasm. around. Room. Shut up. Spit fell out of my mouth. I'm stopping. Don't talk anymore. We're cutting that out. You can no. edit that, can't you? Yeah, no problem. No, we're not. We're, we're leaving that <laughs> in too. Um, yeah. Uh, so then he like he comes back. He comes back with one cop who I, I don't know what. Just some cop. Is he a cop? We don't even. I, know. We don't even know. He comes back with a cop. You know, just to shut down the reactor. The you do busters. your job, pencil neck. You let me do mine. I've never seen this. But I don't care about your excuse. You know what? Yeah. He's get, he gets that. He gets that guy from the electric company who has been there for. Uh, you know, a month and a half. Yeah, bluffs it. You know, personal pet peeve. Anyone, anyone real or fictional, comes into a situation with a preconceived notion of how things are going to go, and then they just go off of that for the whole time. He comes in. He already thinks that you know the Ghostbusters are full of it. He already he, he already thinks that they're doing something wrong, and he just wants to shut it down. Yeah, self important. Doesn't prick. doesn't give any. Yeah. Doesn't give. It doesn't give him. Any any moment of you know the Ghostbusters really should have like been like hey yeah come down to the containment unit and just like you know sick a ghost on him you know something send the send the librarian ghost should have just put him in the containment should have put him in the containment unit and then on top of it you know yeah like just bluffing in there shutting it all down endangers the entire city yeah that montage of of a of a zombie cab driver. Uh, Slimer in a hot dog. Our cart. nation's hot dogs are in peril, <laughs> and it's all Our because of William Atherton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and also, I mean, William Atherton, the man, gets some major points uh, for just being really good at playing off that wormy kind of fucker of a character. He plays pretty much, I don't even know his name in, in the first two Die Hard movies. Uh, he's not, the, he's the, not Walter the, Peck. No, it's, it's not just, Walter Peck. Plays, he's, yeah. he's, he's, like, every time you watch Die Hard, it's like, it's well, you could say it's Dickless or not Walter yeah. Peck. Hi, I'm not Walter, Walter Peck, Peck on this plane, and um, <laughs> bad things. This is a bad impression that Vincent's doing of me. God damn it. And he's on the phone and he's learning everybody down on the surface and Die Hard yeah. too. No, again, just like, you Stirring know, shit up. running in, pants around his ankles, <sighs> metaphorically speaking. And then, and then the moment that Hans, in the first movie, when Hans and everybody's going get to out of, get, get out of there and Die Hard, you know, there's that, that you know, it's like, and what would you like, like to say, say to your, uh, what would you like to say say to your mother right now? Uh, no, 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 But the little girl's like, you know, on the TV screen, it's like, 
It's like, come home, mommy. And then, you know, yeah, Mrs. McLean yeah. sees it across the screen and just see, and then Han's like, ah, oh, Mrs. You know, that Mrs. Awesome McLean. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, uh, oh, if you didn't do that news report. Ruinous. But he gets punched in Die Hard, and he gets, he gets, you know, he gets the whole... He gets punched in Die Hard too. As well. He gets punched in Die Hard too, and then he gets you yeah, know Mrs. McLean pops him one. He which gets is a beautiful moment. Yeah, is it, in, in is both. The one to take I think in both. Well, I don't punch him in both. No, wait a minute. No, I don't think he gets punched in the second one. Uh, now, now, now that I think of it, he might. Maybe I just dream about it. I, yeah. I hate to say it because William Atherton could be a really nice guy in real life, but he's he's oh, yeah. got a face you want to punch. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just because of the rules that we've known him in. Anyway, in 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 Ghostbusters, he's got the whole you know the Stay Puft explodes. And you know the the Molo goes down all over him, and you're like, "Oh, Peck, you got yours." No, Molo. he doesn't. He doesn't get his. He doesn't he, get his. He's he doesn't fine. get in trouble for for the, the, the. That's the thing that's always you know you know you always like you know the underdog of the Ghostbusters. They never get any respect, and Peck gets away with it because he's you know freaking Environmental Protection Agency. You know, like what? pull does the Environmental Protection Agency have against a guy who almost opened a portal into another dimension that killed the planet? Oh no, it, it was all uh, nerve gases and it light was all, shows. God. Yeah. <sighs> he almost, he almost... I suppose next they're going to say that Beetlejuice isn't real. <laughs> oh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> wow. So that was number seven. That was only number seven. Yeah. Rourke, which is what it says here on this list, and Peck... It's not <laughs> yeah. Rourke. Yeah. Carter Burke, Walter Peck, what a couple of bastards. God. Moving on. Um, I can't believe we did that. <laughs> we, had to, we had to, of course, include one of America's favorite sweet bastards. Sweet <laughs> Right, sweet bastards. Also, and, I, and I'll, I'll preface this by saying, he, he does kind of get bonus points, and, and it's, because, it's because he is always the evilest, but, you know, whenever, whenever uh, like, Robot Chicken... Does all the Star Wars things? <laughs> yeah. um, it's always Palpatine they end up busting out the most. You don't oh, really get nearly as much Vader. No, no, because yeah, Palpatine's the best. He... Number six, Emperor Palpatine, one of our favorite villains, one of our favorite bastards. It's in general, in that voice is Emperor Palpatine in the ro- yeah. Robot Chicken. He does an awesome job. Yeah, that guy's alright. <laughs> um, He's not listening to this either. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the thing I love about the Emperor is that I think his, like, most evil moment is, yeah, sure, he's, like, pushing, you know, Luke to hate, you know, give in to your anger, you know, all, all that, you know, delicious stuff, but it's the fact that, like, you know, he's just loving torturing Luke oh, at he's the end way of that movie. He's, he's got a so he's got a huge Palpatine Woody the whole time. Oh, he's time. got like a big shriveled boner going on. It's horrible. A, a giant, it's horrible. You giant can see lightning shooting boner. out of it in the last movie. <laughs> oh god. It's, that's what they added in there along with the the, the lightning bolt shooting out of yeah, it's <laughs> that, just one of those things. Bolt. It's one of those little asides. It's like you know, you see you see Vader's skull for a second, you know, and you're like, and, and oh, that's like, so yeah. cool, you or, know. Or that, or it's that, the same. You see that you see just a little bit of the bone, or in, yeah. a, in or in Emperor War, in Empire War. There's that like ATST yeah, yeah. flying in uh, Luke's cockpit for a second, just off the right. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, yeah, uh, you know, it's I think I think the Emperor really really wins out because he just looks evil too. He's Whoa. this hooded. I'm afraid this station will be quite operational when your friends arrive. <laughs> and he's like, and then that oh little, my god! Yeah, and then that little teeny weeny smile that yeah, appears. <laughs> you're just like, yeah. oh, you're the, and, oh, you're the worst. And this was this is before 
any of that. Don't don't. Those, right aren't, those aren't even a thing. Those aren't those even, even a thing. We're not even talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even. Yeah, yeah. Emperor Palpatine. Star Wars. Star Wars three. Star Wars three. Um, Star Wars three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's just so. I think I think you you love him so much. He's one of our favorites because you just. He just loves being evil. Oh, he loves it. He just gets it's his up. favorite thing. He eats evil sandwiches every morning. Evilos. Yeah, evilos for Beetle breakfast. Like when he was coming off God of the. Damn it! When he was coming off. <laughs> when he was coming off the transport, he was just finished up his evilos. And then, yeah. Ah, how's the Death Star coming, Beta? Good. Where's Luke? Cool. I want to make him eat. You have some milk on your road. Oh shit. <laughs> it's okay. It's evilos. It turns my milk black. <laughs> Plank evil O's. It goes with everything. <laughs> evil O's. Emperor. Emperor Brand. Yeah. Are we are we done with the Emperor? Have we finished yeah, with I him? Yeah, I hate that guy. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a jerk. He borrowed my pants. <laughs> Is that what he's wearing underneath the robe? Or... Yeah, he's wearing my jeans. <laughs> my dungarees. Your dungarees. I... Oh, man, that <laughs> fucker fell down a giant hole. You're never going to get those back. I'm he's, never getting those back. He's probably wearing those. The moment that you... You know, Vader, you know, picks him up. Oh, oh, God, you know that Vader says... Vader says stuff in the in the, in the the new, like the Blu-ray. He says stuff when he picks up Palpatine now. What? Yeah, he says stuff. Like This is like, going to hurt me more than it hurts you. <laughs> no, what does he say? No, no, he doesn't say that. That'd be better than what he says. No, he gives another no. I'm almost certain he gives what? another no. Uh, like, another no! And it's like, why not? Come uh, on. Okay. Like, they changed, they changed, uh, they changed Obi-Wan's uh, sound effect, you know, when... Uh, when the same people have Luke and, and, you know, the first Star Wars and, like, they're, you know, fucking around with him and they've, you know, they're checking out his, you know, land speeder and shit like that. Yeah. And then, you know, from, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, they change that, too. They change that sound effect. It sounds Where'd like a... They, it, it sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> Where'd they change it to? Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's... It's, it's, <laughs> it's yeah, it's Obi-Wan coming on, coming on as, you know, driving his car down there. Um, what the hell? No, it's they, like, uh, they changed it. Like it sounds like crumbling. It sounds like Legos or something. It sounds like 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 rocks falling or something. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. They cha- yeah they changed all it right. and then they put. Oh god, never mind. That's a that's a that's a whole that's a whole bag of worms. Whole mess of bees. Yeah, and I had a, a bag of worms and bees for breakfast. <laughs> um, number five from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Easily, easily one of my favorite villains. Terrifying. Terrifying character, Azula. Azula is oh my god, Zuko's sister, the worst lady in the whole world. If ever, just to kind of just to kind of sum, sum up, she's she's the the leader. Well, no, not the leader. She's she's the daughter of the man who's essentially conquering the world. The yeah, fire. she's she's really the face of the of the evil empire she's throughout the, that whole story cuz like he's, you know, the, the Oh, I'm in shadow and I'm mysterious. I'm the fire lord. Yeah. I'm going to be a boss. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll be here soon. Yeah. But but she's just this relentless force that wants to just capture the avatar and it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, Utterly I, I want power. Evil. Power, super powerful already. Power hungry, power hungry uh, sociopath. De- oh, deceptive, a liar, yeah. uh, manipulator, uh, setting people against each other. Uh, oh god, keeping tabs on every everything. One step of everybody. She conquers an entire Earth nation. Like like you know, it's, it has the Great Wall of China around it, pretty mm-hmm. much. Like on steroids. She does it so easily. She just undermines the government. It's like, yeah, this is mine now. Oh, and the guy that you were helping me. Uh, Oh gosh, what's his name? Um, uh, wait, uh, f- 
fudge. Uh, the guy that steals Appa and everything like that. The the yeah. guy, the leader of the Dai Li. Yeah. But he, but he, you know, he's like the Dai Li. Oh, I think, or yeah. something. Or no, that's remember. the name. That's the name of the the task. The was like, that not also his name? I couldn't. No, I can't it's remember. Uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, there's there's av- Avatar fans. Uh, geeking out right now, screaming. Shoot, we're gonna have to do more research before these. <laughs> well, anyway, I, 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 don't even, I don't even feel upset. That's that's how no, I know I, I'm I in trouble. Even, I, like, I got anyway, a smile on my face. I'm like, but, yeah, but, but I'm, getting, I'm, getting, like, I'm getting this great, great moment where it's like, or it's like, ah, oh, you've beaten me at my own game. Don't flatter yourself. You weren't even a player. Yeah. Oh, just the, the fact that she knows she's smug, right. and she's so she's so awful cool human being. and collective. Not to mention, she can shoot. Blue fire and lightning. She's yeah. one of the few firebenders that can do that. She annihilates everything. She kicks everybody's butt whenever she like encounters uh, people. She has well, she's got that Sith thing. She's got the pure hate going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. She uh, manipulates her her friends. I mean, like she has friends. You know, yeah. you know uh, those air quotes there for the <laughs> listeners at home. <laughs> I think I've done air quotes probably a few times of being like, oh yeah, I can't see air quotes. Air quotes! Making bunnies. Proceeding. Yeah, Azula, god, you could just go on and on. I'm just trying to think of like all the just terrible stuff she's done. I, every time she's been on screen, she's been horrible. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and she's relentless. She's relentless. There's an episode where, I mean, it still creeps me out. It's the one where like they can't even sleep and they're just like moving, oh, they're just um, running away uh, from her. The chase. That whole episode. The chase is yeah, a great chase. episode. Is where, oh dear god. Yeah. She will not Stop. It, and it tears them apart. They can't yeah. get to sleep. They're flying on Appa, who can't like you know fly away. The you know Team Avatar is like totally struggling. No matter how far they go, yeah, no matter they, what they, they do, keep seeing this, he keeps seeing this blue plume of smoke, and Toph like keeps feeling the vibrations of the ground of the tr- of the of the tram coming, and then they realize like oh, it's her, and then she keeps coming. They keep flying away, and they you know they separate and everything. Uh gosh, she's now, and she uh, she's killed the Avatar. Essentially, she like yeah. she's. Kill them once. Yeah, she's a um, badass. Yeah, she's yeah. a total badass. So yeah, basically, you know, badass, really hard to kill, relentless, super soldier, brutally evil, super soldier, ruler, conqueror, Azula. Horrible. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, classist too. You know, she's all about like it's like oh, yeah. it's like uh, like you're born into it, and it's like yeah. this was this is my divine. You know, yeah. It's like the, no, the like, world is mine to control once my father is. You know. Is is dead like yeah, oh, super even as, Sith even Nazi as a kid in a flashback awful, when, we, when we get to see uh, in Zuko alone that episode where we Zuko keeps having flashbacks and even then she's like seven years old and you're like you were already a psycho crazy child even her mother says what is wrong with that child her mother says that to her it's like, well when she walks away not actually says it to her but. Like, At yeah. which point Mark Hamill's like, I injected her with evil at birth. <laughs> Man, yeah. Oh, and she, ha- she has a great downfall, too. That's another thing that's that's cool. You're just like, oh, God, yeah, it makes a lot of sense with you. Not mm-hmm. going to spoil it, whoever has yeah. not seen the end. Don't spoil but... it. What, are you kidding me? How old is that show? And it's on Netflix. There's no excuse. It's 30 years old, I know. It's, it's 30, it's older, it's, it's as old as time. Snape killed Obi-Wan. <sighs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> I hadn't seen that yet. But I want to. Number four, we're uh, still in TV land. Uh, oh, this one's this one this one's my personal. This one's one of my personal favorite villains, um, and that would be Angelus. Which, uh, if you've seen Buffy, 
Uh, or Angel. Or Angel, yeah. The character of Angel, uh, you know, he, he got to start as, I don't know, some chump. and then He was kind of just a chump. And then he got turned I'm into a vampire. A, and just then, a sexy vampire, dude. And then became the most evil, badass, horrible, fucking creep show of a vampire ever. <sighs> Uh, he's and and then well, you know tour, like we well meet known Angel. throughout the vampire oh, yeah. like crew. oh everyone knows him everyone, everyone knows, knows oh, and hates him because like, he's just ruined everyone's yeah, life yeah even even other vamp yeah I remember like anytime other vampires or any other like demon or, or it's like ah I'm jealous you know you're just like yeah just the king terrible king of viciousness um and what really I mean he's got a major mind fuck component too first of all because you know he's he's essentially like trapped inside of Angel or really you know it's just that Angel has his soul restored so whenever whenever that soul slips on out of Angel whenever you know <laughs> yeah or too hey, long Angel, on the toilet uh, or whatever happens to make him lose his soul on any given day Angel your uh, your soul's uh, Angelus comes out and the problem yeah. the problem with that is of course at that point everyone trusts Angel because he's actually a pretty swell guy he's kind of goofy sort of and then um, you know. Uh, then suddenly it's like, oh, by the way, uh, you've all invited me into your homes. I'm going to kill everyone you love, and the people who survive, I'm going to torture and cause excruciating <laughs> mental anguish to. He manages to like tear through everyone in like a day. Just like, oh my god, there's an episode of Angel where he comes out, and they're, like they're just trapped in the basement with him, and you're just like, oh my god, oh, this is yeah, horrible. Right, yeah, this is horrible. Like I, I fear him more than every villain from Buffy combined well, because he's that, the one that gets the, under your skin. Well, the he's, thing that also he also makes that, makes that such a great villain. It's almost like a Doctor Jekyll, you know, you know, high thing. You yeah, know? Uh, it, because uh, Doctor Jekyll, Hannibal Lecter. God, like yeah. it's seriously, yeah, and especially like when the other one is your friend, and this one is just like, what happened? Where where that soul go? Where yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's his, he's his own enemy too. I mean, like really, I mean, you know, like Angel. It's just like he's this other side of this character. Like even even Angel doesn't like the guy. Like he, even Angel is afraid of himself. Yeah. He's that yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No, Angelus. Um. Like you what's know. The, what's the? You were talking like, to me. You were talking to me about that whole Giles. Uh, oh God. Oh, yeah, All right. Yeah. And again, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't seen Buffy, turn this off because this is crap, and go watch Buffy for Christ's sake. <laughs> but the second season, Jenny Calendar, um, Buffy's or Giles's uh, special lady friend. Um, you know, like hunts her down in the school, snaps her neck, puts her broken body at the end of a trail of like rose petals in like Giles's boudoir, like like a cat <laughs> leaving a dead bird on oh. someone's on someone's bedside, oh, right? Sli- yeah, no. yeah. Oh God. Oh, mittens put a put a sparrow in my slipper. Oh, mittens. I'm missing probably any number of other things, but these are the things that stand out uh, in our half-assed top ten list oh. uh, from what we can remember. Rourke. <laughs> um. Anyway, gentlemen, Rourke. Yeah, that that was uh Angelus. He Where still d- gives me the chills. Like whenever, yeah. I mean, and that was it's something that you love about Angel in in a way is that like you know he's 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 his whole mo is him trying to atone for all of the horrible things he's done as Angelus throughout history. Yeah, because the fucker is like hundreds of years old, has done countless heinous things. Throughout time, that's the, that's the, something I really like about Angel, recurring the, theme. The show Angel is that it just it shows a lot of the past and like whoa yeah we saw some past stuff in Buffy but you're a you were a super douche super oh. douche yeah um, and I mean that's as we get as we get up here in the numbers these are the these are the bad guys where you know they're just they're tireless they're relentless 
and in so many cases, yeah, the they, relentlessness is coming. Is they really... exist over ages because you just can't stop them. Unstoppable. They are unstoppable. So, good segue into the granddaddy of like un- most unstoppable of all things. And it's a good-looking it, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you mind if I keep this? <laughs> that say, that's a nice bike. T one thousand, and the T one thousand still freaks me out. Is you know you've got your Hannibal Lecters, you've got your you know you've got your you know you you know countless other you know terrifying villains. Um, but uh, yeah, the T one thousand, it's it, he's unkillable. Of course, unless you know you've got. You know, you're, you've got your Suburban driving down the road, and you've got a trailer full of, you know, hot lava, which I doubt you do. I think it was liquid nitrogen, liquid, actually. Well, liquid nitrogen froze him, and then, you know... And then the and lava, then, right, then the, well, yeah, not the well, lava, yeah. it was steel, it was molten steel. Molten steel, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, blah, yeah. I've been playing too much Nintendo. Every I time, go on. every time there's red stuff, it's lava. Red stuff! Red, red goo lava. Yeah, um, not only is, uh, the team with us is just so unassuming... You know, well, Robert Patrick has this classic kind of all-American look. He this, just looks like a kind of sweet yeah. guy, you know, until he gets that kind of hard look in his eyes. Oh, and you're just, just like, oh, that, you're... When, when he finally assembles after he's been broken up in the steel mill. Oh, and yeah. He's, and he's just... And, and, like, he's just... Oh, and, and just that, that run. Everyone mimics that classic run for that bad guy in so many movies. Again, there's no stopping him. Nothing no, nothing. you can do stops Bullet him. Bullet after clip after clip He's after shot. Tireless. And that's what's great about the Terminators in general. And, and you know, it's 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 the make it's the make of some of my favorite villains. You know, we, we mentioned it with uh, with Azula. You know, uh, and Angelus has it to a certain extent. Although, you know, he's he's a lot more... Like I said, he's got the Hannibal Lecter thing going, where you know he can you know, he kind of he'll he'll mess with your head and go take his time and let you suffer and then come back or whatever. Oh. But the T one thousand, like how he, he, can he wants to kill other you, people, he'll do whatever it takes. He will mimic whoever he, he, he will, will take, kill he will everyone take advan- you love. He will take advantage of everything that he that you know that he could know. You know, just a- a- everything. Yeah, super smart, super strong, super fast. What's wrong with Wolfie? Never gonna stop. Wolfie's fine, dear. Where are you? You know, even even when there's other act- actors and actresses playing the T one thousand. Oh yeah, the you know the twin cop, just the finger and then you know so into good. the an and actual the, twin, an actual yeah, who's in um who's in Gremlins two. How like, freaky those, would that have to be? Like having to pretend to kill your own twin that would be, or maybe it's satisfying depending <laughs> on how much you love or hate your twin. But that would always whenever they do whenever they do stuff like that where that you know the, ooh these are actual twins. I'm like really, and they had to pretend to kill each other. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Oh, and that. Oh, that that. Oh, that, or he just stabs that guy right to the. That's the other thing. It's like the the T one thousand is like a serial. Well, not a serial. Well, no, it's just a killer. Just a yeah. constant just killing I mean, just machine. Killing machine, perhaps. perhaps yeah. yeah. Just knives and blades. You never really see any hammers or anything. It's all sharp. You know. Uh, oh yeah. No. When when why uh, does he just turn into a bomb and try and kill me? It's moving parts. <laughs> Shut up, kid. <laughs> well. <laughs> How come you're no? How come you're a robot and no? And you, you're moving parts. How no. could you come back in time? You gotta go. No, you don't. No. You gotta go. You just gotta go. You gotta get out of here. She's gonna blow him away. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. That that and like that and like it's like oh I was gonna go to Tashi Station. It's like that and and like oh, she's yeah. gonna blow him away. Oh, it's like so... the un- unintentionally funny lines from Terminator so Two. So wienery. Just, it's so wienery. It's the most wienerous John Connor line you're... It's beautiful. Um, Relentless, super killer, awful, awesome bad guy of T-1000. Totally great. 
Uh, that takes us to number two. This is, this, God, this is like an hour-long conversation for number two. I mean, just yeah. the amount of things. And I think we'll, we should... We'll work through it. Okay. Uh, it's, it is tough, because there's, there's a lot. This one, this guy's got many faces. Uh, many... Which, is that a pun? I don't think that's a pun. No. Whatever. Uh, a million... Well, not a million incarnations. Well, a bunch of incarnations. Yeah. Love that Joker. It's the Joker at number two for us. Uh... We just think that he's tits, and <laughs> so probably to you, because he's the Joker. He's you love the, him, you hate him, you love to hate him. You, you love when the Joker shows up. Him. You, I don't know. You love when the Joker shows up, because you know that, that he's going to put Batman in... He's going to wreak havoc for Batman. Whether it's, you know, you know, trapping him to a giant, you know, you know, Conveyor belt. I don't before, know. I'm waiting for you to tell before me. a saw chops him in half. Tune in next week. Every incarnation, from the camp Batman to you know, from the killing a true joke villain comics. paints over his facial hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Caesar Romero definitely. Yeah, that's the that's the thing I love about Caesar Romero. I was like Caesar Romero's like fuck it. I'm painting over my mustache for the and he's the that's the fun goofy like oh fuck you Joker, you know, oh god I'm trapped again and yeah, yeah I'm gonna be punched and put in jail and then I'm out again. Yeah. Or comic Joker, you know, yeah. back breaking sidekick murdering he's a bastard. Yeah, every oh gosh, just uh I, I, I'd say one or of my favorite back breaking but, but spine shooting oh yeah, anyway. with, with Barbara, Barbara yeah, yeah, just just shoots her, yeah, god that's terrible spoiler alert, I guess Um, <laughs> I'd have to say it's a my hardest two Jokers to decide are uh, Nicholson and Hamill. I know, like, the animated Joker is, is uh, you know, not really... There are so many things I love about but, animated but, uh, Joker. He's a thug, he's a, he's ridiculous, He's he's got a great blend of comical and, and menacing. laugh, I think Hamill has my favorite Joker laugh. Oh, Hamill ever. voicing the Joker, it's, I mean, and, and we're... I'm, you know, we grew up with it. It's it's totally you know it's ingrained for us. I but mean, I, I see when I hear Mark Hamill, I think more of Mark Hamill voices than you know Luke. You know, or sure, yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. I mean, I think Mark Hamill, I, the, the standout in his career for me is has always been the Joker. I mean, wow, like what a huge portion of uh, of my young life was occupied Listening by running to home cack- to watch Batman oh, and listen to the the, yeah, the, wow. the Batman animated series was probably the show that that gave me some exercise during the day because I, I I got off the bus at the moment the show started so I'd always miss the title card in the first five minutes oh, so the I title, missed, cards, the title are cards are beautiful you know but like so many great Joker moments in the animated series you know uh, oh I, I have to say one of my best animated uh, series moments is where it's a flashback it's actually not the animated series it's Batman Beyond where it's the return of the Joker and uh, Bruce is like recalling the past and uh one of the Robins, God, I can't remember. It's not the Nightwing Robins, the one after uh, Nightwing, um, is gone missing, and they're like, "Oh, you know, you know, everyone's, you know, Batgirl and Batman, and you know, Nightwing, all looking for him." And then they finally, you know, they notice something interesting on top of a building, and of course, it's a giant president. <laughs> come to, you know, you know, Gotham, come to Arkham, bats, and they go to Arkham, which is like shut down now. It's all like, you know, decrepit and stuff. This is like at the tail end of the Batman animated series run. And they yeah, go I missed there. a lot of the later stuff. Um, they, uh, well, this is, uh, this is like, uh, like even past like all that because it's like the future Bruce Wayne talking about like something that happened way after the series or something like that. Anyway, I don't exactly think about 
pinpoint the time. But uh, but Joker, uh, you know, you know, Batman's trapped in a room. Uh, 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 Bad girls fight, uh, fighting uh, uh, Harley Quinn somewhere, and uh, Joker starts, uh, you know, getting on the PA, and he's like, you know, we're not getting any uh, younger. That so I decided to start a family, and you know Har- yeah. Harley comes out, and then like from around the from around the corner, it's Robin, and he's dressed like a mini Joker, and he and he shows the he shows like the electro shock that he gave Robin to make him like the like mini Joker, and he's like all he's got the Joker smile and stuff like that. Up. Yeah, I think oh, he showed me like the like, a couple of clips the, from the clips that, from yeah. that. Yeah, and then uh, and then it's like oh, and he told me everything, Bruce Wayne. You know, it's just the way he's like. Just, oh, the whole uh, and then and then it's like it's, it's like and then he says like oh it's so sad I don't even want to laugh about it oh, I will anyway ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's just the, the how he laughs at just everything yeah. and uh, so glad that they that they brought him and was it Kevin Conroy who does yeah. the voice of Batman I'm so glad that they had them in the games yeah and then the, the and then uh, games they just did the, that the was RP the last that ones. was the last one for Hamill I guess I think Hamill might have done. Yeah, I think that was one other Joker thing, maybe like, but it was to do with the game or something. But that was pretty much that's it. Also, that's... what I've heard. Oh, it's so great though. I, at first, I was kind of bummed because you know he's all like, <laughs> <"Bat."> <laughs> yeah. and then when you know, kind of later on, it's just like, oh, by the way, I'm totally awesome still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the phone calls. Hey, bats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and when he si- he sings, uh, what does he sing to Batman in the closing credits of that game? Uh, oh shoot, he does sing him a song. I forget. Oh, oh isn't it? Is it? Is it had to be you? It had to. Be I you. think it no, is. Is is that? It? Oh, anyway. Well, other incarnations of the Joker. I mean, uh, the first. Let's think of not the first movie Joker. You know, big one was Nicholson, and Nicholson. Oh, Nicholson definitely uh, made it his yeah, own, and his I, own. I still, you know, still love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's only you that he sings. Only yeah, you, right. yeah. He sings only you. Oh my gosh, so um, beautiful. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, Nich- Nicholson's a. Uh, I, one of my favorite uh, Joker lines is uh, uh, she asks the question, um, what "Is it? It's like, what is it that you want? My face on the hundred dollar bill, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. something like that." Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, the bat at home washing his tights, adorable. <laughs> Where does he get all his toys? Uh um, oh, someone's been using Brand X. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so good. oh, and he also has some great, uh, you know, super villain moments where he's, uh, you know, he electrocutes like one of the, you know, head, you know, dons, and that part's freaky. Where he fries the hell out of him and yeah. just turns him into a skeleton, smoking charred skeleton. Yeah, uh, I love yeah, he's, Bob. He's, he's a great, yeah. Bob's great as a as a henchman, and then and then what is, I don't I don't remember. I know he shoots Bob, but he's like, well, Bob, I don't have any use for you. Yeah, <laughs> and then like just the way he looks, and he's like, and like Bob's just accepts. He's like, right, boss. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, every depiction of Joker's been pretty great. Uh, yeah. You know, of course, Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh, yeah, which which brought the, the it grows truly, on me every time. Yeah, truly yeah. terrifying. Uh, Joke. He put he, yeah he put his own th- thing on it too. That's the that's what we're really trying to get here is that we couldn't pick one Joker. We couldn't pick a Joker from the comics. We couldn't pick a Joker from an anime. Every series. Joker. We pick a Joker from any movie or any like even every a, Joker rules. Like even every John, Joker's yeah, bad. John DiMaggio in every and, uh, under the Red Hood who voices way. the Joker in, in that series. That's he right. does he does a, a great uh, great riff on. Uh, I I I like I really liked at first like I, like he kind of just did this you know yeah. kind of cool collected voice and then. Uh, Gosh, that moment at the end of Under the Red Hood where, like, there's... Uh, I don't remember exactly. It's been so long since I've seen it, but uh, 
But it's just that, that crazy Joker moment where there's like a bomb about to go off at the end of the movie and then they're in a building and Joker's there with uh, uh, with Batman. Batman's there with somebody else. I'm doing a terrible recap out of it. But it's like the building's about to explode and Batman's trying to get the fuck out of there and then Joker leaps out and he's like, no, no, we have to stay. This uh, this way everybody gets what they want. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so constant. Good. Like That's the other thing that's so great about the Joker is that he's... He's suicidal, but he doesn't want to die. He's just, he doesn't fear death. There are those goofy moments where, like, you know, in the animated series where, in, like, you know, he's falling, the Joker fish one where he's, like, falling off the building of the uh, aquarium, oh, yeah. and he's like, you see that? I think of everything. And then the <sighs> shark eats him, but then the card floats up at the end on the water. Yeah. He's one of those unkillable villains. Well, that's, and, and we haven't really touched on this at all yet, but, you know, sort of the beautiful thing about Joker's character too and they you know they've touched on it a number of times uh but it's it's that you know without Batman there is no Joker and to some extent vice versa like just that uh-huh. that, that crazy yeah. symbiotic relationship between the two of them it's like it's I, I hate to bring up uh someone who didn't make it to this list uh but uh it's it's like the master you know like from who uh, yeah from especially who? i mean the master and later who when they're the only two time lords that's you know, even like it's that it's that they they need each other in a way and yet they're they're these awful opposites these these chemical this chemical mix that's just mass, disastrous yeah. for everyone Oil around them. Just, yeah ugh. it's beautiful and horrible and and amazing and it's like evil. i will it's like it's like it's like <laughs> i will always stop you and I will always make trouble. And yeah. it just keeps going and going. I will always be released from Arkham. The, 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 the I will eternal... always regenerate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Joker and the Master are are, are a couple really Master awesome. Master got really close to being on. I mean, because every, every incarnation, especially yeah. the later incarnation of yeah, the Master. The Master definitely deserves honorable mention on this list. Uh, however... The master is not number one. Oh, wait, uh, wait, wait. Do we want to not wait? wait do, do we want to do this just yet, or do we want to? I think it's have time. Some, some honorable th- mentions before number one. I no. I think we're. Oh, I think we're here. We're, I think we're here, we're here. Right, because we're, you know we talk about we're talking about just sort of you know the endlessness of the Joker and the and that eternal kind of you know aspect of like the you know characters like the Doctor and the Master, won't, but won't die. Yeah. Our favorite, never dying, endless. Almost Time Lord esque villain. Yeah, throughout time will always be, even just introduce him. The ultimate, ultimate bastard throughout history and probably throughout our future. Long after we all die, there will always be a Biff Tannen. His name may not be Biff, but we will all know that he is the horrible, horrible, just stupid. Evil, everything that's thug, wrong, bully, oh, kind of rapey, kind of rapey. Dare I say yeah, a little rapey? Yeah. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have met. If he didn't try and rape me, we wouldn't have met yeah, Marty. Not, <laughs> not horrifying at all. Not terrifying at all. He's, he's. I feel bad for every woman that's in a Back to the Future movie. Just as a side <laughs> note. <laughs> Like they're they're knocked out and left on porches, or played by by a or played by a man, or played by a man. (laughs) Oh, Marty, Marty, Marty! Mom, is that you? (laughs) No, Marty and drag. No, it's not. I know. Yeah, I don't know. What? uh, I know his name's not Marty. It's uh, Alex P. Keaton. No, (laughs) Michael J. Fox. That's it. That's his name. Uh, No, the I mean, from from Mad Dog to Griff. I mean, we've only seen that spec. We've only seen that that time frame, 
But just to truly geek out here, if we're talking about the ba- the, the Batman, I was going to say Batman again. Um, if we're talking you about did, the actually, just then, I know I just did. Oh, Batman, Batman. If we're going to talk about a uh, Back to the Future, that's what I was trying to say. Let's not even, talk about that. Let's not talk about that. Anymore. Actually, no. That's because it's Biff Tannen. <laughs> oh, that's one. right. It's Biff Tannen yeah. number one. Um, <laughs> even in the animated series. They go back. To, <laughs> they go back to times. They go back to times where Biff is back there, and you don't even know how he's like. It's like why was so Biff's relatives were were, were Greek, or, or or Biff's relatives were you know on you know in this part of the world, even the past. The, the Tannins have the been tans? in Hill Valley since the caveman the days. T- yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I always imagined that the Tannins just kind of lived under Hill Valley. And just you know, whoever like showed up, you know, would they would club and have sex with? Do you think there's just something in the groundwater that like creates a tannin every think, generation? Like they're not even all related. Well, if you look at if you look at tannins, uh, if you look at tannins, like a uh, grandmother's house, that house doesn't look appetizing. <laughs> that house doesn't look like a friendly environment. That doesn't look like some like a tannin would grow up there. Well, well, no, it's a long and venerated line of thugs. I would love to do like a tannin family tree. I want like a tannin <laughs> portrait on my wall <laughs> of all the tannins. I want no, I just like want one in like full regalia, like just looking utterly majestic. Maybe with like a little manure on his head, because you know. <laughs> maybe you could have. Maybe you could have. No, I, I, I got it. You can have all the tannins on, on in this lovely painted picture. I mean, imagine it being very large because it's a huge family, and then and then a table, you know, and then a little little little. Bowl and then a little dollop of manure. In there. <laughs> just a little, bit. <laughs> a little dollop. Just all of them standing and then just there title it, unhappy. I hate manure. Yeah, either uh, that or what are you looking at, butthead? What are you looking at, butthead? I had your car towed all the way to your house, and all you have for me is light beer. That's <laughs> one of my. Say out of your mom for me. Yeah, say out of your mom. Oh my god! Uh, Every incarnation. Let's let's go from the. You got Mad Dog. Yeah. This is just a jerk. Yeah, Mad Dog. Uh, um, then you got 1955 Biff. Yeah, young Biff, young, uh, old Biff, old Biff, your old man, the loser. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm not talking. You need any more exposition? <laughs> yeah, you know, I watched, I watched two recently, and I really, I really watched because I, I watched it and it's just kind of playing, you know, autoplay in my mind anyway. But I watched it, and I really thought of that scene. And I was like, wow, okay, that really is exposition. Like, yeah. like the, it's like they're completely recreating the diner scene from the first movie, yeah. and they mesh it with another, you know, the scene from later. Um, yeah, you've got old Biff, you've got alternate 1985 Biff, who is the most terrifying Biff. I think that's what puts Biff definitely on the list. Because I always like to imagine that that 1985 never ended. It kept going. Because most of those, most of the Biffs that we deal with are in some way or another, like, emasculated or to some degree powerless. He's a snot-nosed high schooler. He's he's a decrepit old man. He's... kind of insane and has some bad implants but 85 alternate 85 biff he is at like he's at full mo- power he's got he's you got look his, out you look out from the he's got the town in his pocket yeah you look out from the casino which used to be the there's like bikers out there and everything like that you know you hey, it's like the, mad max out it's there, mad max out there. The it's hell? hell valley yeah. i mean the the school burnt down eight years ago i'm not i don't know if i'm getting the t- time right yeah um Strickland says it. Whatever. Uh, but you look out the window, and you can see, 
Like, I don't know if that was ever visible in uh, Hill Valley, if it was even there, but you could see oil refineries in the background. He found a Bifco. Like, you can see, like, there's, like, shit, like, like he mowed over some houses or some development or t- took out the, the mall and put his, like, factory there. Yeah. Everything just sucks. There's, like, a... The there's Biff like, and Power is terrifying. Well, there's, like, there's, like, a... There's, like, you know, the... Uh, cars going by uh, with, with troops on them. And, uh, uh, you know, in riot gear, um, and just that story that you hear of how he, like, how he made it, and it's the luckiest man on earth. Yeah. All I could say is, God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Biff Tan. And even in the games, uh, you know, I'm playing, I'm playing through Telltale's, uh, uh, Back to the Future point and click adventure series, which... I love uh, the the sound alike that does Marty is is really great. I I almost I almost like his portrayal of Marty better than I like Christopher Lloyd's portrayal of Doc Brown. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, um, in it. Uh, but I, I, I Biff once again. It's the 1930s you're in right now. Yeah, right it's, now I'm in the 30s. It's K- Kid Tannen. Kid Tannen, and you know uh. he's like a mobster, and again, you know, like he's kind of got the town in his pocket to some extent. And just uh, another another thug in the Biff line. He's a good addition because he's he's just another awful another awful bastard yeah, of a man. That, you that's, know, and that's 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 really what Biff is. He's just a terrible bastard. Biff is the ultimate the bastard. bastard. Yeah. Um. Even even nice Biff from 1985. Still can, a worm. Still a worm. It's, because, a, it's a barely contained veneer. Mm-hmm. Of of decency of of toadyism yeah. and it, again it's because oh he's, your new book came in Mr. McFly yeah. oh hi Marty yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah you better believe that if that guy somehow manages to procreate in that timeline that his kid is also going to be oh, another oh, goddamn yeah. bastard well even uh even when uh in Back to Future Part Three when Marty comes back and he sees that four uh, you know the four by four sitting in the garage and he goes up to it and he like he grabs like the uh, the wax off the hood and. Biff pops out. And it's like, "Hey, you went, oh, Marty!" Yeah. You know, where he's like, you know, he gets, he yeah, gets like, before before he realizes, before he realizes himself, it's Marty. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, "Oh, you slime!" Yeah, you were always such a. He will always, yeah. Biff always has been, always is, and ever shall be the ultimate, ultimate bastard. bastard. Yeah, and that is why he is number one. That is most definitely why number one with the bullet. Oh man, <laughs> goddamn! Besides. They never matched the bullet that killed your old man. <laughs> you son of a chick. I suppose it's poetic justice. Two McFlies with, with the same, same gun. Ah, uh, Tannen. Not butthead. to mention, yeah, Biff gets so many great lines. Oh, yeah. Butthead and, and uh... Look who just became the physical type! <laughs> Batter up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You love to hate him. Oh man! Every Biff, what a bastard! I I I, so I think good. I think uh just one more thing. I think my the Biff I don't fear the most has got to be um has got to be a well. I mean, of course I don't fear like you know old nineteen eighty five Biff, but we're talking of the big Biffs. I think Mad Dog is is I don't know. Mad Dog is pretty terrible. They're all terrible. What am I talking they about? They really are. Terrible. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying, trying to like. I'm I was, trying to, like, I was even trying to like balance out Mad, Mad Dog, Dog and would like, shoot you. Yeah, he's, Griff I, would beat you to, sh- to shit. There's there's something cartoony about all of them. Like there is a certain comical aspect about all of them. When you get right down to it, they're all awful. Yeah, Mad Dog's a, a crazed killer, psychopath, drool, yeah. drooling uh, meat, like you know, animal. Yeah, gosh, we can keep beating this. 
Biff tree forever. <laughs> yeah, this was a good top ten. I feel like this encapsulated also so many things, so many movies and shows that we love the shit out of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You should really watch more Buffy. I really should. I know my 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 buff my Buffy skills. Lo- well, I mean, I I watched it. I mean, yeah. I watched the whole shebang and I loved it. Did you? Oh, I didn't oh, know. yeah. I, I've watched all of Buffy. Um, you know, and now that you know, now that it's there. I should watch it again. Now that it's there in front of your well, eyes. Well, it's it's you know the the TV gets borrowed for series now, oh, sure. and and Battlestar Galactic the the reboot's going on right now at at home, right. which I'm only like partially. That's the thing when you watch Battlestar again, you can kind of just like step in and out and be like, oh yeah, they're still talking about this stuff. It's like, oh that guy's still alive. Okay, that's cool. Oh, they don't know that that she's a Cylon. Okay, that's that's okay. There's a bit of a soap opera touch to the Yeah, because there's places. some episodes where it's just like, okay, it took four episodes to get to this really cool plot point, and now we're stuck on a planet somewhere, or we're stuck, you know. Now that you're watching it in chunks and you're not waiting every week, it's a lot more satisfying. Yeah, yeah. It was all right. I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Oh, there yeah. were things I enjoyed about it. Well, it's not I, my favorite. I, I know. Well, I'm, uh, that's the thing. I'm watching it now, and there's things that I'm loving about it, but um, there's so many episodes where I'm just like. Yeah, this isn't as memorable as other shows that that you know, and part of it's nostalgia. But I don't remember a lot. I do remember like key moments in it, but not like a particular episode. I have I have a difficult question to ask you, and I know we've talked about this a little okay. bit, but it, it's come up recently, and uh, in light of of this new development with J.J. Abrams directing a, a new Star Wars uh-huh. film, presumably. No, it's um, it's like it's like I read today. It's like a totally it's, official. It's the, the stone D- tablets have been D- Disney. Carved. Disney came out and said it. And All right, like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I guess I don't know. I'm not a huge not a huge J.J. Abrams fan. Although he's produced a lot of stuff that I haven't seen. I haven't seen Fringe, which I mean, I, I, you know, like I, I, he has different sort of roles in 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 some different things. Like he he didn't write the Star Trek movie, so I can't I can't pin that on him. Yeah. But I, I want to talk about the Star Trek movie a little bit. Okay. Because we're we talking about the we're talking about the two thousand nine the two thousand nine okay. Star Trek movie. Yeah. Like I you know enjoyable to some extent. I, I, I know you love it too. Oh yeah. Um, but also, I have a lot of problems with it too. Okay, good because because yeah, my 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 stance on it and and I kind of my 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 head got bitten off, but thankfully I grew a new one. And um, <laughs> who bit off your head? <laughs> uh, it was. I, I can't remember now. I think that that memory left with the head that got bitten off. <laughs> doesn't um, matter. Whoever bit that head off doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I I kind of was drinking the haterade about the Star Trek movie a little bit just because every time I see it, I, I kind of get bugged a little more because there's so many. You know, like I enjoy oh, yeah. I enjoy individual performances in it. There's a lot of fun action in it. Not ooh, not a good movie. Like the oh, the, oh, the no. writing, the writing really bothers the shit out of me. The plot, it, 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 oh ah, yeah. I I I feel like I'm already opening up a bad can of worms oh, here. No, you you are, you are. Uh, no, no, don't worry. No, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm corralling all these worms here in the corral. <laughs> Check it out, they're all here and they're they're fine. I'm I'm moisturizing them. That's creepy. Um, but that is cool. creepy. Thanks for doing I'm that. Even then, cornflakes to eat. No, those are mealworms. Whatever. Um. Anyway, uh, no, the new Star Trek, uh, the new Star Trek, there's a lot of, uh, um, fan geekery, because, you, I mean, you know how we both are about, like, you know, Star Trek, we fucking love it, it's our Bible, it's, uh, you know, well, our, well, I won't say Bible, but. And my big argument with it, and it's kind of the thing I say sometimes when I talk about J.J. Abrams making stories, because someone was like, oh yeah, he's, you know, or you said it to me, you were like, oh yeah, he's directing Star Wars. You know, what if they did like a Star Wars Star Trek crossover? And I was like, well, yeah. you know, he sure does hate science fiction, so that's totally a thing he could do, I guess. And I don't know necessarily that he hates science fiction. It's just something I like to say because um, he bothers me. 
Uh, but, but uh, you know, th- that new Star Trek movie didn't feel like sci-fi. Like, you could have set that in any number of places, and oh, yeah. it would have oh, been yeah, the exact I mean, same... There was no... Well, okay, here's the thing that I really liked about the Star Trek movie, is that so many other Star Trek movies I've had a hard time with, is, is finding an audience. So many Star Trek movies That's that have true. come into the theaters, aside from two, which was successful, three was also successful, you know, one, going back to the motionless picture, you know, had some secrets <laughs> and everything like that. But uh, The motionless, the motionless picture. picture. It's just, it's nothing but, like, uh, uh, it's nothing but shots of V'ger, crew. Shots of V'ger, crew. For, like, a while. Oh, that movie's good if you want to fall asleep. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, God, you know, uh, but like four, the you know the one with the whale, you know the, the voyage, home, <laughs> yeah, the one um, that was like you know really successful because it 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 was it was funny, you know it kind of broke down that whole you know it, it almost kind of made you know fun. It played on the fact that like oh hey you know they're in the eighties and everything like that. Oh it's well, goofy, and, and I know there's and, that and line that you gotta, appeal, you I know, know that's a line you got to walk between maintaining the integrity of your subject matter and you know finding your audience, as you say. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a certain, I mean, uh, there's nothing wrong with crowd pleasing even, but you know, like I, I have the same issue with Dr. Who where like uh, the first season yeah. back with Christopher Eccleston, you know, felt more kind of like the classic Dr. Who stuff. And but, then but like, as you know, with on, more speed like and better tried, writing and yeah, yeah, better timing. And... I, I remember even then being disconcerted at how often they crowed about how excited they were about having a, a better special effects budget. Cause that was never what Dr. Who was about. No for me. No. Uh, and that's it shouldn't Not, be what any show no, or movie is just about. Add flavor, you know, to They can. I mean some a lot of movies now it's like all MSG, you know, like they're like, all right, here's the plot. This is all the stuff that happens and then they just put it up on the screen. And then this happened and then you see it. And then this amazing thing happened and then you see it. And you're kinda like, well that's uh, all cool, but some of my favorite movies have a, a fair amount implied. Or yeah, I mean like, no I mean no special effects or yeah. or I almost yeah. feel like that loss of limitations is is really kind of causing some major issues in in the integrity of a lot of stories that are making it up on the screen. And I, I understand too, like there is you know this this business aspect of it where you know they're spending a certain amount of money they need to make it back. But I feel like yeah, a lot of it is just like spending way too much money and just trying to lavish lavish as much on bringing that imagery to life and not as much on bringing the story to life. Yeah. Which I, I felt that... Well, no, going back to Star Trek, which I felt like... I felt that the online Star Trek really didn't have that great of a story. I mean, you've got some cool things going on, but I didn't... Like, I was like, well... Okay, I guess the whole story was like... The friendship of Kirk and Spock, them coming together. Um... But man, there's just some problems I have with that movie. Um, Maybe it's harder to do in a film. Like you got to paint. I mean, I, I can imagine you got less time to work with than you do with like a television series. So you got to paint in broader strokes. But I mean, some of my favorite episodes of Star Trek. I mean, I, I'm going to bring up the Measure of a Man from Next Generation. Yes. I mean, it's shit, just it's courtroom. A, it's a it's courtroom, a courtroom drama That's to some extent. But at the same time, compelling science fiction. Like the whole the and and it was it's it's my favorite thing about sci-fi is is you take you take the situations you got now and push them into the future and basically kind of strip away any of those kind of contemporary distractions that exist and you're just like all right we've got all the technology we've got all these things but we still have these this, this dilemma. issue is still here yeah. how are we going to deal and with it and there was no issue in 
new Star There wasn't like a big like, you know, I, I read problem in the new Star Trek. Or I read like, somewhere once. I don't remember who said it. Sorry to interrupt you, but um, no, go ahead. I, it's relevant to this to some extent, which was someone once said, you know, like like really good sci-fi is usually about ideas. And I, I'm like I'm I'm I've got nothing against you know like stories that are about people because people are intriguing. That's what you know you relate to the characters in in a given story. That's you know that's what gets you through. But I I, I sure do feel like if you're if you're gonna have that setting, um, you could probably sacrifice a couple of explosions to put in a little bit of an idea. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. That's that's the problem I have with 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 that movie too. Is that I really like it because it's fun. It's so much fun. But you you step if you step back and you look at that movie, you're like, this movie's kind of dumb. Wow, I landed on this frozen planet. There's a monster attacking to me, and oh, the future Spock just happens to be in a cave. How do you do? You know, it's just like what? Okay. And I hate you know. This is me really geeking out. I hated how engineering looked. I just didn't, I yeah. I wasn't I hated, crazy about how it engineering looked. It looked like looked. space mutiny to me. That MST3K was space mutiny. I just imagine people with their little zambonis driving around and slap that, bulkhead. <laughs> be, uh, meat, beef punch beef. Yeah. Bob Johnson. <laughs> Roll fizzle beef. Uh. Anyway. Uh. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I gotta say, I felt like uh. Oh God! I'm doing. I'm see. Research helps. Um, the actor who played. Uh, oh, is it? Is it Carl Urban who played Bones? He's 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 Dread in the new in the newest Judge Dread. Really? I think so. Interesting. I'm, I'm, I might be totally screwing this up. He's got one of my favorite moments in the movie, which is his little monologue at the beginning. I, I really I really loved how he managed to encapsulate his character in that one monologue. Yeah. That was some good. That, oh yeah, I, that's some good writing. I, I, I enjoyed that. I, I, I do I do like him, but I but I felt like he was just kind of doing an imitation of the Forrest Kelly, which is you know being a fan, I didn't mind. I was like, oh, that's the character Bones. Oh, you're doing Bones. Wasn't the premise pretty much that like the, each actor was allowed? Basically, I, I like, think sort so. Of yeah, one... like they said they could take like one thing. Like I think that's gotta be difficult. I think about oh. that with like voice actors and stuff too. I mean, we to, you we... know, we were talking about Joker earlier, you know, and all these different take. You know, like John DiMaggio. Own... Can you imagine John DiMaggio having to go in and do the Joker after no. you know after like no. n- not just like Nicholson or Ledger for that matter, but but wow, all of that Mark Hamill. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Holy to, crap! To, to go to go into that and and be like, all right, I got, here I got... you go, make it your own. What it? What it? What am no I No pressure. No, I mean, you know. The, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, brutal. Uh, anyway, sorry, you were saying. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, there's just some, there's just some dumb things where it's just like, let's be all goofy and fun in space, and then at the same time, uh, yeah, that's him. I got it right, Carl Urban. Yeah, go on. You know, I, it's like, I, I don't dislike him in the movie. Um, I just felt like he was kind of just doing an imitation. Um, imitation. But no, I thought everyone did a good movie. You know, I like how they actually gave Uhura stuff to do. Like they actually was like, "Oh, why not? Let's go with a, why not? Let's go with a, you know, relationship between Spock and Uhura," which I felt was kind of it, it didn't seem forced or anything like that. It just felt kind of sudden. I think that's where like people were throwing in the it's like Star Wars meets Star Trek, which okay is cool and everything, but let's not lose you know our whole you know our great Star Trek moment. You know at the like, con, you know, it's all about 
it's all about death, you know? Khan's all about death, and then, you know, Kirk's hating that he's getting old, and everyone knows they're getting old. They're, they're like, you know, King of the Hill, you feel really bad for the crew for a while, and Kirk's such a freaking sad sack for that, most of that movie. And then at the end of it, he says that wonderful part, it's like, I feel young, you know? It's just yeah. when, when, oh, it's just like... I got nothing against the hero's journey concept, uh, you know, but, yeah, I... Like it's it's a good. I feel like especially at this point in contemporary story storytelling, it's it's a good starting point, and yeah. then you add on to it. But I mean, like I don't know, like it's like they took for the Oni Star movie, Trek they, felt even more stripped down than they than took the all. Star the, Wars yeah, movies they, t- they took all me. the whiz. They took all like the whiz bang stuff that I liked and kind of just did this basic bad guy story of like it's like oh, it was just guy Nero. Like, oh, what is he? Oh, he's a Romulan from the future. Oh, okay, what's he do? Oh, he's going to implode Vulcan. By the way, I got to complain about this whole implosion thing. It's like, okay, I understand that, that, that Red Matter... I remember when they mentioned Red Matter in the movie and we turned to each other, oh, Red Matter, oh, shit, that sounds awful. Bring yeah. <laughs> out the Red, red matter. matter. And then, you know, you get all of a sudden, you're like, what is... Oh, no, it's Everlasting Gobstopper. That's what they've got. And, okay, so they, they, they shoot a beam, a drilling beam into the planet to make a hole... And then they shoot the red matter device thing <laughs> to implode Vulcan. I gotta ask, okay, if you have a, an implosion satellite thingamajig, why does it need to be in the middle of the planet? Because it looks cooler? You know, you could put that black hole right outside, you know, the atmosphere of Vulcan, and then, you know, suck up the atmosphere. Or, I don't know, it's a black hole. Couldn't it just... It's not really a black hole. It's a Vulcan black hole that was designed in the future. I don't know, maybe that's their excuse. Because, like... They get sent back in time yeah, but, through but, the black but, hole. But, 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 okay, but scientifically, Leland, um, red matter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ever, yeah, the everlasting <laughs> gobstopper that they, it looks like candy. I kind of want to try some red matter. You know, I tried some red matter. It was all right. It was okay? What does it taste like? It tastes like imploding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... I, f- I felt oh, I felt my entire world crumble yeah, beneath yeah. me. I got, I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, but I love, I man, when those ships take off in the movie, just they they're like they fire like cannons when they go to warp drive. It's so awesome. And when they're when they're going through when they're in warp, they're like tearing ass through space. Crush! <laughs> Crush! Yeah, Mr. Bay, those are just explosions. Uh, I don't understand. I don't understand the difference. That's pretty. Yeah. We know you don't. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I, and I and I. The, the other thing about that movie is that it kind of it kind of plays off the fact that that it's like, oh, we get to see the Kobayashi Maru. You know, it's like, hey, remember that from one of the best Star Trek movies ever? We get to see it now, and you're like, eh, okay, that's kind of cool. And like they even, you know, this is me really geeking out when uh in when they're in the Genesis Cave in in Rathacon and uh, you know. Uh, Kirk's telling the story. It's like I cheated, you know, or, or he didn't say I cheated. It's like I don't believe in a no-win scenario. And he eats the apple. He eats an apple too. In well, Chris Pine does. Yeah. Who I felt who's grown on me the more I watched. I didn't. I honestly didn't like him the first time I watched. It. I was like, huh, you're just kind of like a kid. I never really saw Kirk as a kid. I saw Kirk as a man who just punched, you know. You know, you didn't just punch. <laughs> I saw Kirk as a man who just punched. <laughs> that's, that's nice. Anytime I see that, that's... don't forget they had the double fisted, the, the Kirk hammer, oh, the Kirk <laughs> two fists. Yeah, which they, uh, gosh, they use that a lot. Do they use that next gen? They use that next gen a few times, right? Oh, the Kirk hammer. Oh Kirk yeah, hammer? it's a it's a classic. It's a classic Starfleet Kirk hammer. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I would and imagine. The, and, and and the chop of uh, the chop. Then there's the one-handed hammer too. Yeah. There's the wall kick. That's one of my favorites. The wall kick. The always. They do yeah. that a lot, especially in original series. That's my favorite. I. <laughs> it's just like a little hop off the wall to do a yeah. kick into somebody. I want. I want to go to that that martial. I want to go to the Kirk Academy. Kirk Academy. <laughs> Kirk Academy. I, I think Kirk Academy is nothing but like rolls, ducks. There's no blocking. Yeah. I don't think there's any blocking. There's a taco bar. There's a taco bar. <laughs> Wait, is that a move or is that a <laughs> the taco? It's, taco it's a bar. move named after the actual taco bar. <laughs> the taco. <laughs> I don't even know what a taco bar move would look like, and it's got to give him a taco bar. The taco bar—it's like so, no. It's like a sort of like a folded clothesline. It's like the hammer, but it's like a half hammer and a spin. It's know. very complicated. Yeah, oh, I've only seen—I've only seen Street Fighter Two characters successfully pull it off. You need—you need, you need uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> taco bar, taco bar, uh. Yeah, gosh, could go on and on and on about the Onai movie. Let's not. Let's not. Let's stop with that. Yeah. Let's talk about something that we like uh, all the way. What do you like 100%? Tell me about something that you've enjoyed recently that you like 100%. Something that I enjoy 100% recently that I uh, I enjoy 100%. Oh, nothing. My gun, <laughs> my gun collection. No, uh, My empire's in ruins. No, I recently... Uh, go, seeing that we're, we're already on the Trek train... Uh, I recently, uh, picked up, uh, that I really like, uh, the Star Trek action figure, uh, it was the Q that I picked up, and the Q talks, too. What? Yeah, he talks. You've got a talking I got a Q. Q, yeah, yeah, he's a Q, it's, uh, it's, well, they've got the, um, I don't remember the, it's like Star Trek space talk series, but they're all next gen, I don't know if they did any original series, but they're all, like, uh, you push a button in the back, and he talks, he, he's, he's very muffled and... Which, which Q is this, what's Q wearing? Oh, Q's wearing a Starfleet uniform. He's wearing a Starfleet uniform? Yeah, yeah, and he's got the four pips on, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, but, it's weird, he's wearing a Starfleet uniform, but he's got, uh, in the, in the package he's got the gavel, or the, like, little staff thing, you know, when he's on the Mm -hmm, hover chair, mm -hmm. and, uh, gosh, he's, I, he's got something else, but I don't know what it is. Um... Yeah, they're made out of cheap plastic anyway. It's all about just the Q action figure in there. Right. I don't. I don't know what it is. And he's got a little playing card too, which I don't know what it is because it's in. It's in, it's in the box, so I can't take it out. Uh, uh, I don't know if if I might take it out because it's Q. But he says uh, you don't have to take it. It's you know I, he's for for those of you listening, Leland's got kind of like a, a growing <laughs> Star Trek shrine it's, in yeah. his in his in his romper room at the house. Uh, it's it's shelves and shelves it's, of it's, awesome it's, Star Trek. It's things. got it's. it's it's two shelves, and it has a. Uh, that's. I'd, I'd like to do a video on that. Yeah, you got at least like fifty percent of the, the cool Star Trek shit. Well, I say cool, but the, <laughs> yeah. the cool Star Trek shit that I owned like, when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, and and not not just like not just action figures because I'm not I'm not like a hundred percent like you know hunting for action figures, but you know I've got some stuff I really like in there. Like I've got the. Uh, oh, I love the Star Trek watch that I got, which I don't wear. <laughs> But, uh, it's... I feel like that would be a recurring theme with a lot of these things. Yeah, I don't, yeah. There's that thing I don't touch. There's that thing I don't touch. And there's that thing, thing I just look at. Yeah. So there's that other thing I move over here sometimes when it's too close to that thing. But I own all the, uh, I own all the Star Trek, uh, console games. Not any of the PC. Well, I own a few PC games, but... 25th anniversary? 25th anniversary. I own ah. 25th anniversary on <laughs> NES, and then I own, uh, Star Trek The Next Generation on NES... I own uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, the holograph, uh, the holo. What do they call it? 
God, what is it called? The holodeck. Thank you, God. The holodeck uh, simulator on Game Gear. I like that you uh, thanked me and I didn't actually say or do anything. <laughs> I, th- I think I heard you psychically transmitting that to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, tons of other stuff. Um, um, you know, ne- uh, next generation on SNES. Um, I've got the Atari uh, 2600 uh, Star Trek t- Strategic Operations Simulator. Wow. The only one I don't... I don't. I, there's another Star Trek game for, for Atari, and then there's... One for the Vectrex. You remember that one where it's like all the vector graphics and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah. Which was at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo uh, last year. And it had the overlay, too. And it wasn't in the box. It just had the cartridge. But I was like, it was like going for $15, which was way too much I wanted. Because I'm like, I'm not going to own a Vectrex. It's like, I'm not going to spend that much to buy, to find a working Vectrex so I could play one game that I own on the Vectrex. Um, but it's like the arcade Star Trek or something like that. Hold that thought. Hang on. I'm curious. Siri, what do you think about Star Trek? <laughs> I found a few movies matching Star Trek. Well, looks like she knows about Star Trek. <laughs> Siri, that was kind of helpful, I guess. Thanks. Okay. I found some movies. <laughs> <laughs> Did she find some more movies? Some more movies. Oh, Siri, can you find Star Trek movies that don't actually exist? Okay, I found some movies matching Star Trek. Yeah, okay. I like the little graphic. Maybe maybe there's there's some... What about Turkish Star Trek? (laughs) Siri, find Turkish Star Trek. I found a few movies matching Star Trek. She's like a broken record. (laughs) Siri, you're kind of like a broken record. <laughs> Compliance. She did not like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> she she was very distracted. I, I was just saying on Facebook today that I was hoping to get some special dispensation from Skynet because I've been extra nice to Siri, but <laughs> I think I'm on Siri. Hey, robots! Now, yeah. Who's the guy that always sweet talk talks to you? Don't don't kill me. Yeah, I'm gonna be the the Burke of <laughs> of the human race. You're gonna be Burke Burke the Rourke. Burke the Rourke. Rourke Burke. Rourke Burke. Rourke Burke. Yeah. What, uh... Uh, yeah. What are some things that you've recently dove into that, that you're enjoying? Uh... I... I've... <laughs> <laughs> what, what, are, what are things that you, you do? Because I, I could keep... If we kept going, I mean, we could... We Hang could, on a sec. Every episode could be... That's true. Star Trek. <laughs> 